Hello and welcome to the Bad Asian Podcast, the world's most inconsistent podcast. I am back for now. I am David Nguyen. And I am Imran G. All right, Imran. So, you are an Indian Muslim. Uh-huh. You know who else is an Indian Muslim? Okay. Who? Hassan Minaj. All right. Aziz Ansari. Uh-huh. Why are you holding him back? <laughs> Why are you the only unsuccessful Indian Muslim? <laughs> and of all the Indian Muslims I could have attached myself with. <laughs> <laughs> I'll straddle with you. So, have you watched Master of None? I, I just wa- I, I just binge watch it. It's I, really good. The season two? Season two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten all the way through it. And actually, I'm glad you brought this up because the Islamophobia episode on there was garbage. Which one? The one Where, talking about um, him trying to eat pork in front of his parents oh okay i was gonna talk to you about that one too why did you feel that that i saw that and i i was just like this is so my the whole problem is it because they had they reacted so calmly to it and reasonable and understandable whereas your parents cried uncontrollably for five hours yes every day for the past here's the reality of the situation uh there's two levels as to what he did so in if you haven't seen the episode what happens is uh because he was raised muslim he's not supposed to eat pork and he decides at a restaurant to eat pork in front of his folks for the first time well, and his, he, relig- his, re- his religious friends. Yeah. Well, religious at, friends. at a very early age, the Aziz character yeah. found that he was not religious. So even though he was raised right. Muslim, mm-hmm. he just went through all the motions just to make his parents happy. He put right. up a good front. Mm-hmm. His parents had an inkling that he right, was probably right. not like down for the cause like right. that. And then he just was finally got it all out in the open and here's, he broke his mother's heart here, like Emron did in real life. Here's why that whole reaction was bullshit. Because they would have been offended on two levels. Okay. One, that he ate pork and that he's not religious. But they had an inkling for that, so they were like, whatever. What they'd really get mad at is that he did it in front of other people who are religious. <laughs> All right? That's where that that's where I was like this that's how I knew. I was like, this whole thing is bullshit. Well, maybe, maybe you just too pussy to do that. No, no, <laughs> you should have no, waited until no, no. all your uncles and aunties <laughs> <laughs> were gathered around and like, I like pork. Here's how it works in the Indian community. There's, there's you can't two see things. this right now, but Emron's eating a BLT sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> there's two things. One, it's all about how you present yourself as a family unit. And number two, it's all about respect it, for how your familial they respect on, within the they, community. They touched on that on the and show. And I get it. I get it. Him coming out like that in front of his religious parents' friends, that is... Who are more religious? More religious. So automatically, cause, because his dad was just like, hey, just go with emotions, uh-huh. basically was like, these people are in town, play the game, is what he said. And for Aziz to come in and just been like... Just blow up the just scene? blow up the scene! That is like, I was like, he's not going to have a heart-to-heart with his son afterwards. Especially not the fact that like... I feel like it's on brand for the father to do so they, because they set it up that way. They didn't even mention, like, you made us look so bad. <laughs> you made us look so bad. Like, that, that you wasn't, embarrassed me. That wasn't even touched upon, which is like the cornerstone of Indian culture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You eat bacon? Not in it's front of the like, friends. Not in front of other people. Why would you do that to us? We raised you. And the fact that he was like, your mom's really mad. I was like, this whole thing is bullshit. Whole thing is bullshit. If you met Aziz, would you bring that up with him? Probably. 
<laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. That was so true to my own no, experience. I would've, no, I would have said something else. I would have been like, I've always noticed whenever his parents are in the, the episode, like the end of the episode, it's very like family matters. How at come the end. his mom or his auntie didn't wear a hijab? I can't answer that question. There's different levels of religiousness. No, there's not. Yes, there is. <laughs> All I know is that... Wait, if they're that hardcore, though, wouldn't it be true to their nature to wear a hijab? There are, there are still people who don't wear the hijab who still, like, abstain from But wouldn't it, like, at least one of the two? Alcohol. It's not... I mean, the hijab is, like, the top level. So they're, like... So they're very... The- reli- uh, maybe relative to them, they're really religious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... She might not wear the scarf because, like, sometimes it might be a cultural thing. I can't touch on that. All I'm saying is there's within wait, the Wait, why can't you? Because you don't know or because you're know. too cowardly? No, no, I don't know. All I'm saying is, like, the pork and the alcohol are, like, the two biggest things. And for him to publicly, publicly be like, I want to eat pork. I'm a grown man. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, ooh, he's in so much shit. He's but he is so a grown man. Shit. He is a grown man, though. I don't care. It's like, Maybe that's then, what you're operating on because you're still a scared child <laughs> in front of your parents. No, man. I was just like, the whole thing was about respect. And I was like, dude, that is so... Disrespectful? Like, yeah. I was like, if you want to plant a flag, plant a flag. But don't do it in a public setting because then your parents have so many other layers. But would it be and easier levels. and more compassionate for him to do that in front of people? That way his parents don't have to come to his aunt and uncle be like, oh, we failed as a son. The uh, fact that he made his stand in front of other people is his parents weren't prepared. Uh-huh. Do you understand? Like they, they I didn't get know, it. I they get didn't it. know what to say or what to do. And so they just had to be quiet. And that's the worst as far as you can see for the the two parties involved within me growing up between the indian muslim (laughs) community that story is going to be told everywhere it's be like dude i was hanging out with uh the ansaris and their son has it gotten it back to you not only has (laughs) Has it gotten gotten but dude we were sitting there and he's like i want to eat pork i'm a grown man can you believe that shit and i'd be like yo everybody would have been talking about has that permeated in the uh indian muslim community no have you guys brought up like yo you guys see that scene from master of none isn't that trash and garbage (laughs) (laughs) like have you guys dragged like have you done your own what's it called Jezebel article <laughs> or Gawker. Like, why Aziz Ansari's right. depiction of Indian Muslim culture is garbage it's and not, not proper. It's <laughs> not represent. real. It's not yeah. real. It's fake and it's very family mattersy and very Indian full housey. Ansari is wearing white face. <laughs> <laughs> He's a coconut for all I care. Emron G cosigns everything David just said. <laughs> Dope, man. All I'm saying oh, is like, you I, bet Aziz, I, I gotta throw a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I throw? First off, where am I getting a coconut from? Do you just assume I walk around with coconuts in my backpack where I'm just like, yo, I gotta see Aziz. You have coconut water in your fridge right now. I have no coconut <laughs> water in my fridge. Look, open it. Open it. Right there's, there. There's coconut nothing. water. You're such a fucking liar. You're just looking in <laughs> at the empty wall. Everyone has a coconut with a straw in it. <laughs> just throw that at him. <laughs> I just like how you're like, oh no, wait, I'm I'm gonna go see Aziz. Hold on, I gotta stop by a Safeway real quick to see if they got any coconuts. Because he's your enemy. It's not my enemy. Both culturally and professionally. <laughs> We're on the same team, David. <laughs> yeah. 
you guys are on the same team, like you know. But you guys are more like the NWO, where eventually you're gonna betray him by hitting him in the face with a steel chair. We'll see what happens. I make no promises. But yeah, that episode really, I was just like, come on, man. Like, just, I just wish there was like a little. Any episode when, in which he talks about Islam, you're you're gonna have an issue with. All I wanted was his. Was your life experience portrayed on television? No, all I wanted was the issue that I've always had with Mm -hmm. Master of None is that his parents don't act like Indian. Like your parents? Immigrant people. Like any Indian immigrant parent that I know. That you know, but have you ever hung out with Indian Muslim people in South Carolina? No. Maybe they're different. Maybe that's how they act. I'm pretty sure if his parents, because his parents still immigrated straight from India. So some of that stuff you you can't just shake off. I mean, that's... I, ha- I, can't, I can only take your word for it because I am <laughs> I'm so removed from all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can only take your word for it. And still, because I know who you are, I don't believe a damn word you <laughs> said. <laughs> but I will. I can only take your word for it. <laughs> I, I can't verify this in any way. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see David Nguyen, he's going to be run over after the <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So based on every... Indian Muslim parent that you've ever met mm-hmm. is not consistent. That is not consistent. I mean, yeah, all. probably. It's like nobody on that TV show feels like a real life person. No. Wait, how far have you gotten into the season? Have you gotten to the Thanksgiving episode yet? No, that's the next one. I have. Okay, <laughs> you cut right <laughs> off. All right. <laughs> well, the next episode uh, deals with his um, gay black friend. Okay. The lesbian woman, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend says that it was very true to what she experienced growing up. Okay. But uh, I read a little bit more about it, and um, it was written by a black woman, so maybe okay. that well-rounded that perspective. I see. Whereas maybe that... we ha- I mean, I have to look into seeing who wrote that episode regarding the Indian Muslim. I'm assuming that it was Aziz. Right. But regardless of Emran's... Um, Petty jealousy no, but of Aziz. I like part of me also thinks that like he's like, oh, I can't throw like I ha- can't have my parents throw a stink because then it, it'll look poorly on my parents. But wouldn't that be true to the story? Not necessarily. I also feel like he's also carrying the weight that for a lot of people, this is the first Indian family they've ever seen. Do you think that... So I really... Especially because it's his real family. Like, I feel like he's very protective of them. As, you, he, as he should be. Would you... Was that how you would have written it? No. I would have had my parents... Cry. I would have had my mom throw a stink. That would have been realistic. Like a realistic stink. Okay. Like, cause What's his, her realistic stink? Just stop talking to you? It would be that, like, the fact that and it was like, never... When everybody's gathered together for family dinner, like, they get the good Indian food and you get, like, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom would still feed me. She just wouldn't talk to me. Okay. Would she feed you last or would she still, like, follow the tradition of serving the first no, meal? No, no, no. She'd probably <laughs> tell my brother. She'd be like, go give him food. <laughs> I'm not going to give him the food that I made. It was just, I don't know, it was just the, the fact that, like, his dad so nicely sat down and explained everything. Maybe his dad understood who he was. Maybe. All I'm saying is like the fact that the respect part was never brought up to me was like, it's this huge issue that was just left. 
maybe empty. empty. They also understood how they were disrespecting the sun. Or is that not like a thing? That's, that's not possible? a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> that's why he stopped immediately after the worst came that is that is the whitest thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> They're never gonna respect you as a person. <laughs> oh, Do I be uh, going forward now? Um, we've had conversations in the past where if you were to have children, you don't know how religious you would raise them, mm-hmm. or even how Indian you would raise them, but. Right. Mm-hmm. If say some your child came out and did something similar in public in front of people, would you have that kind of same reaction as if your child came out and say, "I'm not Muslim," but like it doesn't have to be like that religious thing. Say your kid came out and said, "Like the world is flat," like mm-hmm. but in front of people, <laughs> <laughs> like you're having dinner with your um, sister. As as I grow older, <laughs> as I grow older, I'm starting. To, I can pinpoint which part of the indian culture is bred like which is hardwired as to uh-huh. who i am mm-hmm. and the family respect thing okay. is there all right like it's one of the strongest so you things don't care like, if your kid like, thinks that the, the world thing. is flat i do care they think the world's you flat. only care if they don't bring it up in public but i was like if so, you, yo this is a private conversation <laughs> you should have had with me it's just like family problems are solved by family internally but they are family no those are family friends no i thought that was his aunt and uncle no, it's in Indian culture. Everybody's your aunt and uncle. <laughs> God damn, that culture's confusing. <laughs> I actually love it because I don't ever have to learn anybody's name. If mm-hmm. they are older than me and they're a man, I just call them uncle. Uh-huh. And if they're older and they're a female, them, I call them auntie. You don't call them unky? Un- no, I don't call them unky. <laughs> <laughs> I should slap the shit out of you right now. <laughs> you are so pleased with yourself, and I don't understand why. All right. Uh, okay, uh, Master of None. I I really enjoyed the season. I thought the cinematics were well shot. Whoever's filming that Alan did it Young. beautiful. I don't Alan, think he filmed Alan, it. Alan directed a bunch of these. He actually. did directed it, but he's not the cinematographer. Okay. I think whoever's like choosing the lighting and the mood of the of the show is doing a bang up job and also i feel like i don't know if you remember this but a couple of years ago when louis ck originally released his stand-up online and he yeah. said like five dollars and anybody who wants to pay for it pay for it and then immediately afterwards i mean it did really well and it immediately afterwards aziz is like hey that's a great idea right. i think i'm gonna copy that i feel like aziz you did that with your show yeah uh, like Master of None has a very kind of Louis mm-hmm. um, aesthetic. Louis the show. Right. Who stars Louis C.K. But yeah, it has that kind of very artsy vibe. Like the first episode where he's in Italy and it's black and white. I right. feel like Louis did that on his show too. Yeah, I I, remember I can't pinpoint him, when, but like... I remember watching an interview with Aziz like a couple of years back when he was talking about Master of None. Mm-hmm. And he said he was looking at different shows and I think Louis was one of them. Mm-hmm. And he, he said that like the use of camera is also very important. Whereas like if you film with a normal digital camera, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when you film with like a, a film camera, he was just like, oh, what is what is Dev looking at? All of a sudden I'm interested. It just gives like this weird aesthetic and he went with it. So Yeah, and I feel like Aziz is really growing as an artist and i mean that you know what he's not growing as an actor <laughs> <laughs> he learned italian 
that's not acting. That's learning that, the language. It, it makes it easier for us to watch the show. It's like, hey, how can you live in Italy for all this time and not learn Italian? And he learned Italian just for the scene of the show. That's fine. I'm still saying that his <laughs> acting is not that great. And you would be better. <laughs> and I would be the best. <laughs> okay. I should have been cast as his Muslim friend who Which was, was eating the, the pork <laughs> <laughs> for the first time. His cousin? Wait, do you call you know friends funny? cousin? No, no, no. You know what's funny about that? I was, I was watching that episode and I was like, you know, as a, as a brown Muslim person, if I was got offered that role, I'd be like, yes, that's awesome. But then I'm like, oh, it's basically a role, me forsaking my religion in front of like millions of people. It's like, ugh. Would you have turned it down? No, I'd still do it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought about it for a but split then second. But your parents would be like, how could you embarrass us in public like I know, this? exactly. And I'd be like, and Mom, like, I need to get my name out there. <laughs> I said, Mom, it's called money. <laughs> money. <laughs> now, I, would, I only worship one God. Now. I would have just... Money. I would have just deactivated their Netflix <laughs> account. <laughs> They'd be like, we can't log in anymore. I'd be like, I don't know do what's Do you happening. and your cousins hang out? No, I don't talk to any of my cousins. Okay, never mind. Zero. They're all in India. Okay. What about your siblings? Do you ever try to corrupt their Muslim innocence by giving them pork and alcohol? No. <laughs> we are you only saying that in because our, are you only saying that because this is a lanes. semi-public platform and we, you don't want to get it out there? We stay in our lanes. Okay. Do they try to corrupt your Western innocence by telling you to stop I don't know drinking alcohol this, and eating pork? But I'm very religious <laughs> in front of other people. <laughs> Emran is facing Mecca right now. <laughs> Always, all day, or day. Can you point out where Mecca is? <laughs> Are you just pointing out in the spot? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that way. Okay. <laughs> you don't know any better. I don't. That's why I can't say for certain whether or not you're actually pointing out. You can point anywhere. It's like, is that really where Mecca is? Or are you just pointing to a spot? Well, the earth is not flat I know. so technically you could point wait if in, the earth was flat wouldn't it be easier to point where mecca is uh because it was one pinpointed location here's the question if you are in space how do you pray uh do you just pray towards the earth oh yeah you have, we have to like be rotating yeah in conjunction with the earth yeah. both to me i would horizontally just, I would and just vertically. be like i'm gonna pray towards the earth and then god can figure out the rest. <laughs> well <laughs> i always felt like I didn't. I mean, I understand why they pray towards Mecca. So it's just like there's some sort of uniformity, is basically what it is. Otherwise, you'd have people praying in all sorts of whatever. Well, question: uh-huh. When you send out a prayer, it's not like a single line, right? <laughs> no, it's not like a direct call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, and, and it's like Mecca's like a call center. It just beams it up to God. Wait, wait. Are prayers are they like waves, like circular like, waves that go out in all direction, or is it more like a direct beam? Because if that's the case, then if you're praying anywhere, you don't mm-hmm. need to necessarily face Mecca because it would eventually hit Mecca, especially if you're on a globe. <laughs> and <laughs> ideally, that, that line could travel around the globe and eventually hit Mecca, right? That's right. <laughs> if I understand science. <laughs> you are, right. the, are you applying <laughs> science to religion right now? <laughs> only in the sense that are prayers a direct line or like a missile that you're trying to... I, or, I don't know. Or I mean, is it like waves that you can send I, out? I don't know. To me, it's all about intention. It's like, <laughs> I think it's this way. I'm praying towards Mecca. It's like, damn, I missed Mecca. <laughs> Wait, and what happens? God's, and Wait, then God's yeah. like, nope. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, I was going to ask you, what happens if you pray, but you're not facing Mecca? Does God not hear your prayers? I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't know. I think God just ignores them. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like you didn't you didn't dot your I's and cross your T's. And you get to heaven. And you're not. You're well, gonna die of cancer. When you get to heaven, does God have all the prayers that he eat, like he collected from you, but he didn't answer? <laughs> and he dumps them on on a desk. He's going like, towards Mecca. He's like, listen, uh, here we go. I hope the girl in sixth grade likes me. Sorry, I didn't get through to that. You weren't facing Mecca. You wanted the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> For your Christmas present. Uh, you should know we yeah. don't celebrate Christmas. You so. miss Mecca by nope. 10 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you guys don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> your Eid presents. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other final thoughts on Aziz Ansari? Watchmaster or none. So there's no pettiness whatsoever. Or you don't feel any kind of competition with Hassan Minaj, who had a great month Master of None. Like, this is a really good month for Indian Muslims. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, you don't feel like, damn, I'm, like, 30-something, and I haven't accomplished shit. And, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to accomplish shit. Oh, I think about that. And here's that, a gun right I now. I think about that all the time. But to me, it's just, like, there's there's two things I could do. I could either be jealous, which is not productive, or... Unless you can use that jealousy to fuel you. <laughs> <laughs> and you go on vengeance. So I want to crush both them fools. To me, it's like, what is my logical next step? And it's like... Rapping? <laughs> we should record an album. That's what we're going. A rap album? A rap album. It's a Christmas sing-along. <laughs> From a Muslim's perspective. From a Muslim's the perspective. The lowliest Christmas. <laughs> well, oh, oh, also... First single to drop is off <laughs> Missing by 10 Degrees. <laughs> Uh, you didn't watch the Thanksgiving episode, but they also asked Aziz if um, Indian communities celebrated Thanksgiving. What did he say? He said, no, we just have lunch. And then his dad passes out after drinking Hennessy. <laughs> 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 I forgot what he said, but he just said like they don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do you celebrate any American holidays in your family? Fourth of July. Okay. <laughs> oh, because you guys have to really bow wow challenge yourself. <laughs> that Yo, we hello American. Well, we you know what America. it is? It's either you celebrate 9-11 or July 4. So we opted for July 4 because we want to stay here. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had a choice that you guys made that decision. <laughs> Although it would be entertaining if you celebrated 9-11 a little bit more. <laughs> Just from an entertainment standpoint, it's like, oh, these brown people are really lighting fireworks on 9-11. I'm not touching this. <laughs> you brought it up. I'm not touching this. You brought it up. <laughs> All right. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about today? Did you mm-hmm. hear about... Do you think Trump's going to get impeached? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I'm really trying to figure out what it's going to take him to get impeached. Uh, I feel uh, like at this point, he could have a side window open where he just is literally selling secrets. And I don't think he's selling secrets to the Russians. I don't think there was... Oh, like I don't think he is. I think he's just like... Any crazy collusion with the election. I think once this investigation goes on the way, say, so listen, it's going to be like with Hillary Clinton's emails. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, technically she did something wrong, but it's very benign. Right. And that's all it is. But if the Democrats are smart, and they're not, mm-hmm. they can use it to paint Trump in a worse light than he already is as a traitorous American and win more seats in the 2018 midterm elections. But they're not because they're, they're not stupid. Yeah. 
No, I have no faith in the Democratic Party to capitalize on this whatsoever. If this happened to like Obama, yeah, the Republicans would win more than they already have. Yeah, but it's because it's Trump. It's like you know what? This is kind of on brand, and that's what I'm afraid of. Is like people just being fatigued with Trump. I mean, we're already at a point where people are like, I just don't want to hear about this anymore. I don't want to hear about Russia anymore. I don't want to hear about anything. But here's the thing. Like, you can be fatigued about that. However, that is more destructive. Yeah, <laughs> you just I like know. tooting out just because you're bored. I know. Not because you're scared. I agree. It's like, uh, I had one of my coworkers said that the day before yesterday. He was just like, I'm so fatigued. He's like, I just tuned it out. I was like, you can't. Fucking, I was like, then he's going to be even worse and he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants because you're not listening. He's like, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> so the, the Guardians, like, whatever. Of the, I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, yet because uh, I've been following all this Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians was surprisingly good. Wait, what makes you say that? I heard the first one was good. I didn't haven't seen either one. Oh, okay. I, I thought the first one was just kind of generic. The second one was good. Okay, but you haven't seen it. Hot either take. of them. Hot take you haven't from seen Emron. either of them. So hot it's just take like there's, from Emron G. Nothing. The whole movie. I was movie just like, good. <laughs> the whole time I was watching, I was just like that little baby group running around. I was like, oh, he's a merchandising genius marketing move. People are gonna buy the fuck out of that thing. Are you gonna buy the fuck? out I of I am it? not buying anything. You say that, and then next time we come here, instead of a Christmas tree, you have a Groot tree. <laughs> I'm just, like, we just put presents wow, under Ron, Groot. You really, I thought you didn't celebrate Christmas. It's like, nah, I worship Groot now. <laughs> it still cracks me up that Vin Diesel's voice. <laughs> you find the most benign things amusing. I do. I do. It's very to odd. To me, it's just it's like, like... Anything that is referencing some, like, I feel like you still view Vin Diesel as a... Uh, Dominic Toretto from 2001. Yeah. And so anything that Vin Diesel does outside of that era, you're like, this is hilarious. That <laughs> I, I really, it, to me, it's the same thing as South Park when Jerry Seinfeld said that he wanted to be a voice on South Park and they made him like turkey number four. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I would think he would have a much bigger role in the fact that it's so small. And no, but nothing. I feel like you're someone who pigeonholes or typecast a person and I, so i just so like hollywood has taught me <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so like if <laughs> ja rule goes out and does a business venture and it flops you're like ha 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 ja rule it's an idiot but like you're viewing him as ja rule the rapper who mm -hmm. lost to 50 cent not mm -hmm. necessarily ja rule who ruled the summer of 2000 and Two, you are or how I last remember you. Ja, yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's just fascinating how you kind of just are able to plug a person in and set that in your mind forever, and don't really allow people to grow. And if they do, you just find it hilarious. <laughs> Look, Vin Diesel is not Toretto to me. Vin Diesel will forever be the pacifier. <laughs> um. Terrible. All right. So yeah, uh, no real. I don't know. With the whole Trump and the Russian thing, like, what's even going on? Like, they helped them win the election or not win the election? I think it's more. I think they're just throwing everything at the wall right now and trying to see if it'll stick. <laughs> did you see that Trump said that he was the most mistreated I president did. of I all did. time? I did. 
Do you believe that? <laughs> uh, in a sense, from the context of which he was saying it, okay, yes. People brought up, like, you know, who's been treated worse than uh, Donald Trump, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> JFK. <laughs> it's like they've been treated much worse. Uh, I do think because people were saying when Barack Obama was president, mm-hmm. the Republicans treated him with so much disrespect, not on the same level as how both sides are disrespecting Donald Trump. Like, true, they make fun of him. Like Gerard Carmichael on his uh, HBL special had a great joke. It's like we all made fun of him. We teased him. We made a naked statue and paraded around downtown New York and San Francisco and laughed at him. But guess what? The kid you bullied in high school now has a gun. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're doing to Donald Trump. Um, he just feeds sense, off of like, it. I don't think he feeds off of it. Um, Donald Trump is very Thinking. image conscious. That Okay, that is very true. So I don't think he feeds off of it like um, who feeds off of that? Like a Kardashian would. Hmm. Uh, but he is definitely conscious of it, um, whether or not he cares about, like, he's not one that's like, look look at how people are treating me. I'm going to prove them wrong by becoming the greatest president <laughs> ever. He's all like, I'm the greatest president ever. How come people aren't on board with this? <laughs> this job is really hard. <laughs> it's like, yo, you guys have no idea how hard it is. And in 100 days, I've already done it better than anybody has ever done it. <laughs> and no one has given me the respect. It's so disrespectful. I think that's the attitude that Trump has. Right. Uh, so I don't think, like, w- what did you mean by, like, he feeds off it? To me, it, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, they think I'm doing terribly and I'm going to prove them wrong. To me, it was more like I need to change my image back to what I think it is. Do you understand? Like the discrepancy makes him not understand and be like, I need to do more and get back out there and campaign, essentially, so that my image returns to what I think it is. Uh, I really wish he would stop campaigning. <laughs> you already <laughs> won. <laughs> Trump really is like, I respect his pettiness because i think it's hilarious like he's he wants still to put going up, <laughs> after her emails <laughs> he wants to put up a map of his electoral like the electoral map that he won in the white house <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know if you follow um if you get your news off twitter okay uh, sometimes i get i follow a lot of pundits and political figures and uh social justice warriors and, and all various types of people on twitter and then I'll read their comments of mm-hmm. like news that like breaking news from, you know, the hill or whatever. Right. Um, you'll have people like, yeah, Trump finally going to take him down impeachment or and then you'll have Trump supporters. Right. And then I'll click on that profile and then read their support. And it is unnerving how just apologetic people can be is how just there's one track minded. It's like the way you view Vin Diesel. <laughs> 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 it's just how they would view certain political figures or even a whole uh, political party or groups of people. Well, isn't it party over country or like just party over everything? Party over everything. Party <laughs> over everything. That sounds like Emron's first hit single off his <laughs> rap album. <laughs> I thought it was missing by 10 degrees. Uh, as your executive producer, I was like, no, sorry, Emron, we're going to have to <laughs> ignore you and just put out the single. Party it's over hot. everything. Party over everything is a hot 
single. That sounds like a Nick Cannon single, so I'm very <laughs> offended right now. <laughs> Again, see, you're still holding Nick Cannon in a certain kind of light. I do. Nick Cannon I is do. very successful. He is very successful. He is not very successful in rap. <laughs> no. He is a terrible rapper, and I stand by my Even sentiment. Even on while and Out, he's still a terrible rapper. <laughs> he's so but see how you derail us? We're talking about Trump, and you want to take us down a Nick Cannon you're like why are we talking about nick cannon everyone because i don't really like this dude i can't stand him if nick cannon say hey you want to be on wildin out i would take it <laughs> you know what then <laughs> why are you so inconsistent all i'm saying i'm not saying that i will do what i need to do to advance my career <laughs> i have no shame like nick cannon <laughs> <laughs> why do you hold yourself to a kind of a different standard than nick cannon because it's me <laughs> and i know my motivations <laughs> I know who I am on the inside. You don't think Nick Cannon knows? <laughs> His you motivation. Spent way, way too much time on Nick Cannon. <laughs> Just move on. All right. Um, you're not following. You don't follow sports, right? No. Do you know who LeVar Ball is? The guy who has the $500 shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think as a sneakerhead? Do you think they're going to do well? Uh, I think they're already doing well. Okay. Uh, like he sold hundreds of them already. Okay. So $500 a pop. And he sold one hundred. Yeah. In that five hundred thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Wait, if he sold a hundred pairs of shoes at mm-hmm. five hundred dollars, that's only five thousand dollars. No, that's more than five thousand. You were right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> See what happens when you don't look to Mecca <laughs> while throwing out math. You just miss it. But yeah, so if he sold like 10 shoes, he's already $5,000. I don't know how much it costs to produce, but I imagine the profit has to be like, you know, he's made at least, what, $20,000, $200,000? Sure, like I mean, more than... Pre-taxes? Yeah, he's so, made a lot. He's yeah, made a lot that shoe for is, very little work. That shoe is already a hit. Okay, why, why is it worth $500, though? I think it's just a markup. Like... When you are... It's a limited release, right? No, it's not even that. It's it's his own shoe. Oh. It's his own shoe. It's not backed by Nike. It's not backed by Adidas or any of these major sneaker companies. He's not even working with like the smaller companies like Under Armour or Brand Black or even... Um, New Balance. New Balance. <laughs> well, New Balance is pretty big. Yeah. Uh, he's not even working with like smaller ones like Vans, you know, okay. or even boutique like, um, like Common Project. So this is like Lavar Ball, Baller brand move. It's a very smart move. It's yeah, it's an excellent move. I support it. I don't know uh, why people hate him just because he's very braggadocious. Like to me, I mean, why would you not if you had a five hundred dollars sneaker that's selling like hotcakes? I don't know if it's selling out hotcakes, but it's selling. Okay. If you believe Lavar Ball, <laughs> he sold. He he said he sold between two hundred and three hundred pairs already. Okay. So. And, you know, just the cost of making your own shoe, like, mm-hmm. just, you know, you make your own shoe. How much did that cost you? Like, just in materials and construction, that's already, like, $200. So, you're going to have to mark it up. Right. And plus, you don't want to come out with, like, a cheap shoe, like right. the Starberries that cost $20. Because no one was going to want, a, you know, a Walmart shoe. Don't. Shack shoes go flying off the shelves at Walmart. No. <laughs> When's the, I don't know. I've never been to Walmart. And please, plus Shaq, like for him to come out to, and have a shoe, 
Unless you love Shaq, you're not rocking Shaq. Just because like Shaq's a huge dude. Like that shoe is built for like a guy who's seven feet tall, <laughs> five hundred pounds. As as a man who owned Shaq shoes <laughs> in middle you did? school, yeah, I had the ugly zebra ones. I mean, that's the only the one. hypnosis, the hypnosis, the Shaqnosis. Uh, they were so looked, ugly. You must have looked so ridiculous. I did because like. A tiny guy shouldn't be wearing like such a big shoe. I was the same height that I am now. <laughs> Are you going to cop a pair of shacks just for nostalgia? No, I will not. I will never wear those shoes as long as I live. You say that, but then Shaq, you mean You know Shaq. what? If, if he put me in the commercial, I would wear those shoes. I have no morals. <laughs> you really don't. You, you have no morals, but you have like really strong principles. That you impose on other people unfairly. I, that's like, what it, Aziz Ansari. That's what it Indian means to be people, Indian. That's, that's Indian exactly Muslim what it means. people act only one way. And there's no nuance. Based on the dozens of so it's Indian hundreds, families that I've met. Hundreds. You've met hundreds of Indian families? Mm-hmm. Hundreds. Hundreds. And you know their dynamic inside and out. Yeah, because we all come from the same culture. Just make it wild. Okay. <laughs> all right. So if you guys are making, if you're saying that all people act alike, then are stereotypes true for you guys then? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Way to paint me into a corner with logic, David. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> what you think was going to happen? <laughs> I thought have... you were going to miss by 10 degrees. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, it really sucks that you don't follow sports. What do you do? Well, tell me about, tell me, no, just I, tell me. No, 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 no. We're going to move on because you don't have the information. So just, Why can't you educate me? No, because you don't know the characters uh, of the story. Okay, fine. All right, we're moving on. Okay. Um, All right. Let's keep this master of none track going. Uh, did you see the episode with the, the awkward dates? Yes. I've seen every episode. Oh yeah, that's right. You've you've blown through all of them. Uh, Didn't take you, that long either. What did, what did you think of that? I thought he was dating really attractive women. <laughs> <laughs> I think like yo, I gotta write my own TV show. <laughs> uh, I did like his um, opening on like you guys didn't watch the episode. Uh, Z's pretty much uses Tinder and goes on a bunch of random dates. Mm-hmm. Um, with varying <laughs> successes. Uh, I like his opener for mm-hmm. his Tinder <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. messaging. It's like, I'm going to Whole Foods. Is there anything I could pick you up? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. that gets positive responses. Right. Uh, I just go, when I was using online dating apps, I just went like, hey, how was your day? Okay. Nice and simple. Granted, I'm pretty sure hundreds of guys <laughs> said, hey, how's your day? But they also uh, addressed the topic of women getting flooded with messages <laughs> like hi 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 hey suck my dick <laughs> what's funny was like i was in seattle last week and you were back on tinder and i was back on tinder no my um i met up with my old roommate who you met there. on tinder sure <laughs> uh who i met on craigslist <laughs> <laughs> but he was showing me his profile and it was funny because a girl had used the same opening line on him Hey, I'm going to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And did he pick Can up I pick on that? Can I anything? I, he didn't until I texted him yesterday where I was like, yo, that opening line that she hit you with is the same one as Aziz uses on the show. And he was like, damn. 
but it was good. It's I remember like, telling him when I saw just it. Just a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I saw it, I was just like, oh shit, that's actually pretty good. And I was like, that's a good line. It's easy. And it creates like some sort of odd connection that somebody wants to be like, oh, okay, it's like a, it's an open-ended question that people wouldn't, if you hadn't seen it before, I'd be like, oh shit, this is really clever. Did women message you online? Bumble. Okay. I mean, that par for the course yeah what would their opening lines be for hi you? <laughs> <laughs> oh you're a rocket scientist comedian that's it, cool is it oh hey i've never dated a curry person before <laughs> <laughs> i actually uh, my girlfriend got asked a similar question is that how she picked up on no 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 she got asked a question about that for some of her friends they asked if my cum was spicy <laughs> I was like, I mean, if you put Tabasco on it, I'm sure, but it doesn't, what you, I mean, I guess like part of me was like, that's a dumb question. But then I was like, well, I remember, I don't know if this is true or not, but like some dudes eat pineapple because it makes your stuff smell or taste better or something. I don't know. So maybe what you eat has some sort of effect on it. I don't know. All I'm saying is that Indian people do not have spicy cum. That is the PSA that I was trying to. You know, I feel like you hurt a lot of Indian people out there. Because <laughs> there's some women out there who like spicy. <laughs> and you just turned off a lot of them. You just shut it down. You See, could have built curiosity. It's like, yo, I hear Indians men's cum tastes a little spicy. And I'm going to go try it out. But nah. Nah. You C-blocked a lot of them. I just did all of them. <laughs> yeah. All, 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 these, all these women who wanted spicy sauce at the end. Not happening. You it's a no hater. Go. It's a no go. Uh, so no, you don't remember any clever introductions from them to me. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, it was just more like, "Hey, how's it going?" Or it was like something about. It was usually either rocket scientist, comedian, like that. That would just be that was in your profile. Hell, fucking yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> what was the picture of you? Uh, one of the you ones. using a rocket ship as your dick? Yes. The, no, it was me. Uh, riding the Apollo thirteen. No, it was me with uh some stupid fake swords. Uh, shout out to Red Scott for taking a photo, and then like some outdoorsy bullshit. Why swords? Because you wanted <laughs> women to know that you could protect them from I, to, Joan of Arc. To let them know that I am a knight and I own Nerf swords. To Wait. me, it would just be like, why do you own? That's what, what, like, sometimes I would put in, like, weird pictures just to see if somebody would ask something about it. Just be, it'd be easy. But, like, why do you have swords? Or, like, where did you find them? And I was like, oh, I run a show called Photobomb, blah, 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 blah. And then we could go into to that. Did that work? Once. <laughs> <laughs> Once you realized that they didn't really uh, take off, they, why did you adjust? It's just like, because to me, I... I remember, like, I would look through girls. You want like, women if, to, like, I want you to like me for who I am. <laughs> <laughs> the pseudo goofball. Sometimes I would look, like, if a woman keeps taking photos, like, by a mirror. Like, I would text them and be like, hey, so what do you do for fun besides taking pictures by mirrors? And one of two things happen. Either one, the person would get offended or the person would think it was like, oh, that's kind of, I never you. noticed it. No, or, okay, that's the third. Or I never Third noticed it. Third and probably no, most likely. Actually, it was not that bad. Like a lot of people were like, oh, I never noticed that about my photos. So it's like, well, you got to look at the photo and find something. And that would set me apart. 
and it would work. Would it though? Yeah. Okay. Actually. All right. Did you find you, did you ever take the girl out to like the same restaurant over and over? No, I never did same that. Same bar over and over? No. Most of these people would live in SF, so I don't, I don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> but then you would have to like do the research and take him out to like different bars yeah. constantly. Or like you'd just be like, what do you, or I don't always try to find a, like an event or something that way if I was bored or they were a boring person. Like uh, on that episode where he was dating that Indian girl and he went on the second date and mm-hmm. it was just terrible. Mm-hmm. That is my nightmare. About just dating Indian women? No. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because you hate Indian no, women? No, <laughs> that's not true at all. Um, the, why is your girlfriend white, Emron? If you know. don't hate I Indian women. I love Indian women. My mom's an Indian woman. My sister is an Indian woman. <laughs> but you never took them my to niece, Peru, did you? My niece is You've an Indian woman. never taken any of them to Peru, have you? <laughs> I didn't take her to Peru either. <laughs> but yeah, went with her. She paid her own way. <laughs> because, you know, she's a strong, independent woman. Exactly. she's white. That's exactly. what you like about women. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like the best about women when they pay their own way? Yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> you don't like paying for women? No, I don't mind it at all. That, it doesn't make you feel like more masculine? No, it just reminds me of my draining bank account. <laughs> Money over everything. <laughs> That's the number two single after party Wait, over everything. <laughs> Did you have problems dating Indian women? Because no. they don't relate to you at all? No, actually, it was um, it was the opposite way, where it's just like you would immediately click on another level. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, but I got to do this. why did it work out with Indian women? The last one that I dated, she just didn't. She was one of those people I was like, what are you doing this weekend? She's like, oh, I'm going to this baby shower. And then what are you doing after that? And she's like, oh, I'm going to my cousin's house. Or I'm chilling with my nani. Or like I'm doing all sorts What's of stuff. What's a nani? A nani is a grandma, sorry. <laughs> or I'm hanging with Wait, our grandpa's called Nonis? Nanas. <laughs> Nanas? Yeah. <laughs> Nana and Nani and Dada so, and Dadi. So it's like if you're the mom's parents, then right, you're I, Nana and Nani and then dad is Dada. So Dada. wait, if you have a auntie and it's an auntie, why did you hate me so much when I said, <laughs> do you have an unky? <laughs> Cause it's dumb, <laughs> but no, 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 but like you say it's dumb, but you have an auntie and nan- auntie as I don't know. That just sounds like you're ten, and I know Nana and Nani does too, <laughs> yeah. but I don't. That's how I know it. Shut the fuck up, okay? All I'm saying is logic. Like, so I was talking to this woman. And I just kind of realized that she was always doing stuff with her family, which is cool, and I have no problem with that. But then I realized that if we hooked up and really started seriously dating, then I have to go to all these things with her family, and I was not on board. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like to eat pork in public. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I just don't want to be like, ugh. Like, I just had this, uh, what is this, this thought? Laziness. What's up? No. Laziness. It kind of, well, it was just like, I just imagine like, I was like, okay, if I married this person, it's like, fuck. And then Damn, I have to go Damn, you're always thinking about marriage? Shit. I was just like, I it hit me. I was just like, I don't want to do this. And I was like, and if we get married, then I'm required because then I'm part of the family to go to all these family functions. And I was like, I don't want that. I don't ever want to do that. You're just too scared to say no. I'm done. No, I just, I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> that sounds like really lazy. <laughs> I just didn't did. You connect do with it. this person in, on any other level? Yeah, I mean, on paper, she was exactly what my mom wanted. <laughs> I said, well, this wouldn't make my mom happy. Therefore, I got to blow up the situation. I got to blow up the situation (laughs) as best I can. (laughs) And you threw bacon at her. (laughs) Got the fuck out of Dodge. (laughs) 
did you what? find yourself dating like various women of because he dated like you know kind of a spectrum there mm -hmm. <laughs> just to kind of show like in a very azizi master of none kind of way where it's like well he got I a lot of promote, for season I wanna, one i want to promote wait why because he was only dating a white girl and they said that all of his romantic interests were only white oh he's still dating a white girl this <laughs> season yeah i know uh, <laughs> um but, but you he, know, he, he, it showed him with other women of color. Yeah. And so that's, I think, all they wanted. Who? The community? I don't just, know. Like, don't that's know. weird. It, just, like, it was just like a lot of people were like, oh, you, you, why are all your romantic interests white? Yeah, Imran, why are all your <laughs> romantic <not>. interests <laughs> From what I've met. So you, you are dating an African-American. And what have you dated before? Vietnamese. And those are the only two? I've dated white. Okay. And then Chinese. Various Asians. Various Asians. Various Asians. Any brown girls? Uh, no. I dated a woman who was like mixed. Okay. And she had, I think, Puerto Rican in her. Awesome. But that was about the extent of it. No <laughs> full-on Latinas. Okay. Uh, or, you know, if she wanted to count herself. I don't know. I don't know how she identifies you herself. You don't know what box she checked? Uh, yeah. I just figured she checked mixed. <laughs> Nice. You know how you have your individual box and then you have the question mark box. I thought it was the, other. The mystery box. It was other. <laughs> Where it could be anything. How do they verify that? I always wondered that. Like if I applied to a college and I just checked a box, uh -huh. how would they know I'm lying? Wouldn't they check your name? And then yours, hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yo, give me your cum sample. <laughs> this shit ain't spicy. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> do you think they have a spice levels chart that has <laughs> a <like> scoville? <laughs> no, no. Or do you yeah, think it has chilies? Yeah, it has little chilies, like a like a Thai restaurant. <laughs> Wait, Emra, you don't remember sending a sperm sample with your college applications? He got three spices. Yeah. He got three spicy things. It's like warning, very spicy. <laughs> um, it says Indian hot spice, not hot spice in quotes <laughs> i don't know why we're still on this let's move on let's move on what's the worst date you've been on worst date i've been on good question uh i mean I, it would be like that second episode where he went out with a girl and they had like no conversation and you would just bring something up and then he would die and you bring another thing up and it would die. Mm -hmm. And then one thing online is that you can have great rapport just chatting. But when you meet up in person, it's like you're meeting a completely different stranger all over again. Okay. It's like, how is it that we have nothing to talk about, even though we've kind of been chatting for like the past three days in a row? Um, I remember I dated like um, this woman who was Taiwanese mm -hmm. from Taiwan. Okay. And she just didn't understand like American culture. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> so she just, um, she was very in her own Taiwanese bubble. So right. all, all her friends were Taiwanese. <laughs> all, everything she did was Taiwanese-centric. Okay. So when... Uh, so they just got got together know. and started hating on mainland China? Is that what they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, when you going to build your own missile defense system. <laughs> oh, fuck China. Just build your own, all right? You can develop nuclear weapons. What are you going to do, huh? You got to be like North Korea. And they'll be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, you got to be like, pound explosion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck China. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> ROC forever. Okay. So she was in her own little Taiwanese bubble. I mean, I was in my own bubble, but... Right. I mean, we're all in our relatively own bubble. No, I right? popped that bubble. Now I'm everywhere. Okay. I'm in the ether. 
<laughs> you're, okay. you're in your Aziz Ansari bubble. <laughs> your Indian Muslim American bubble yeah. where you guys love eating food and dating white women. <laughs> <laughs> Although Hassan Minaj, I think he's... His wife is his, brown. Yeah. So, way to shit on your model. <laughs> I think his wife is Hindu. Oh, damn. That's, I'm not that's, sure, that's, though. I'm not sure. Wor- I don't know. I don't know. I Would don't that know. be worse? I don't to bring know. home a Hindu or bring home a white woman? I don't know, man. I can't answer that question at all. <laughs> that is one thing that can only be done through experimentation. <laughs> that only Aziz can answer for <laughs> Maybe that's something that you can ask him when you guys meet. It's like, yo, you ever bring home a white woman? <laughs> a white Hindu woman. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Namaste. Be like, Fuck. In public, in front of people. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> and she starts quoting scripture. <laughs> I love India. My soul is Indian. I had a white woman tell me that once. How'd you feel? <laughs> I was like, cool. What, what if she was British? <laughs> she said, oh, did I say soul? I mean, all my possessions. <laughs> They're idiot. Be like, give me back my grandma's shit, bro. <laughs> Wait, did your did your grandma really lose things to Indian or to uh, English people? No, my parent, my grandparents were probably didn't have stuff, so okay. they were, they're fairly poor. So okay. I don't think they really had anything worth taking. Did they come in besides with- rights? <laughs> <laughs> Is that too real? Is that too real? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's like my soul is. So, like, oh shit, was that stolen by the British too? Was that co-opted? Uh, no, yeah, my grandfather used to was he was a tailor, and he used to make um, pants for the British soldiers when they were there. Did he make him like extra tight in the crotch? He's he like, yeah, did. Fuck this. British. Yeah, I told you this story before. <laughs> he made him tighter in the crotch, and he also charged him ten times as much. He made one leg longer than the other. <laughs> why? Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> I play mind resistance. games. I play this mind is how games. the resistance starts. <laughs> They're like, "What's going on?" It's like my legs used to be equal size in Britain. What's going on here? Like, mm, India's fucking you up, bro. <laughs> It's that water. No, he was so. What he would do is he would charge like Indian people like ten cents uh-huh. to to get like their pants hemmed. Uh-huh. Whereas the British, he would charge them a dollar. Damn. And he, I was like, oh, that's so great. And he's like, yeah, that's how your dad went to school. <laughs> <laughs> so full circle. The British I, fucked us, and we fucked them, and now we're Americans. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, worst date. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just had nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. How about you? I got blamed for gentrification. I mean, you are a gentrifier. Well, I got blamed for, for all, of all gentrif- gentrification. I mean, yeah, you did come up with the idea <laughs> and proliferate <laughs> among the tech community. Uh, gentrification is a term that I coined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's actually my middle name. It's, it's my grandfather's name. It's what the name. G stands for. It's what the G stands for. It stands for gentrification. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what it was. So she was right in attacking me. No, it went. It's like she worked at a nonprofit. 
that helped with uh, displaced families find What housing. was she? Brown. She was Indian Muslim, actually. Ooh. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Was she hot? She was all right. Um, she was cute. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so what happened was she, it went from, oh, these people are pushing these families out of their housing. Like intentionally? Like as a gentrifier, did you do that? <laughs> as a gentrifier. And then she- You are a gentrifier. She, I know, I know. On some level, I am. No, like <laughs> textbook definition of gentrifier. <laughs> I she was blaming tech workers and my whole thing was like I don't work in tech. <laughs> but like that's your excuse. I work. <laughs> I don't get paid tech worker money. Uh-huh. And so it's like I'm still struggling just not definitely not on the same level as them, but I'm not making like Google money or Apple money, like nowhere near that shit. Mhm. But like you could if you wanted to. Not where I work. But like if you left there and like you say you wanted to go into the tech industry and just started making oodles of money. Well, I'm not a computer engineer so i wouldn't make that kind of money oh damn i don't have that ability otherwise i would (laughs) money over everything david you know this no um yeah so it went from like these people are pushing uh these people out of their homes as she was drinking more it went to like you are pushing them out of their (laughs) homes and i was like "Mm, i'm gonna i was gonna let this slide but like now you've kind of irked me, and now I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fight her. <laughs> and so you beat her up. No, and then we just verbally went back and forth. And you're like, Muslim rights. <laughs> and you swung on a woman. That's exactly, I don't know if you guys know this, podcast listeners, but you have to say Muslim rights first before you strike, according to David. Yeah, otherwise it's like missing. Otherwise it negates it, and then you go yeah, to jail. It's like Missy Mecca. <laughs> By 10 degrees. Uh, no, I, I was just like, I, it was like, I was trying to be nice and then she kept attacking me. And then at that point I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't need this. I'm just going to start arguing like you back go on like a lot of shitty dates <laughs> where you just end up arguing with people about <laughs> fundamental rights and well, beliefs. Here's, here's the thing. When I get bored uh-huh. and I run out of stuff to say, there's uh-huh. a, there's a definitive jump off point for me where I'm like, I can either just keep this going boring or... It's basically I've made a decision that I don't want to like pursue anything with this person, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, "All right, so if and if I still have to be here, mm-hmm. then I'm just gonna self destruct. I'm gonna ask. I'm just gonna ask shit or start something, have a real conversation. So at least oh, I have shit. a story oh, out of this, and I just didn't waste hours. And of my you time. did, and <laughs> I did, and that's what happened. Like she just kept. But to be fair, she kept attacking me, and I was mm-hmm. trying to be nice. And then I was just like, you know, fuck this. I don't want to do this. I don't have to deal with this shit. I was like, first off, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with this. I'm not like, I'm not the gentrifier. And the fact that you're trying to single me out is wrong. And then we just started going down this path. And we argued for three hours at the art house. Did you win? <laughs> I think I, we came to a mutual understanding. And then I derailed it because I called her the wrong name. <laughs> 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 she called her Priya. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I called. I think she has a name that was like similar to my buddy's wife's name who uh-huh. I was talking to like earlier that day. And I called her that. Okay. And she was just like, that's not my name. And I was just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Did you pop a lock? Your <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm out. Uh, 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 uh. It's like, like, I already settled the bill. <laughs> 
Your half is coming. Peace. <laughs> I paid for my half. And <laughs> no, it's that's yeah. So that was uh, I was so crazy because I came home and I was so drained. I just passed out in in my clothes. I was mm-hmm. just like I didn't care. Uh, well, also in the episode, Aziz meets like a woman he connected with mm-hmm. really well, and then. Um, he was hooking up with her, and she told him to get a condom out of a cookie jar. Oh yeah, that was like a. Uh, it's basically a, a it's black like, slave caricature kind. of. You guys of? ever see Dragon Ball? Remember Mr. Popo? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Mr. Popo. <laughs> if you didn't watch Dragon Ball, uh, it looked like a vaudevillian caricature. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> Uh, it and looked then, like an Aunt Jemima cookie jar to me, <laughs> but just more racist, like way more racist. And then um, he had sex with her. He and had sex get, with her. She and then he called. Uh, he called her out on it afterwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she pointed out, I was like, wait, which is the right move to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my question is, have you ever compromised your principles just to get with a girl? And after the fact, we're like, well, yeah, she was kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, briefly dated a girl. I shouldn't even say briefly dated. It was just like I went on like two dates with a girl who was kind of she was racist, and I was just like I didn't. She was Filipino and she didn't like black people, and like she said one thing towards the end of the first date, and I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, that's weird. And then the second date, it was just like, what do, you, do you remember what she said? She said something a lot like, "There's a lot of black people here," mm-hmm. and which is funny to me because it. It's Silicon Valley, and there's not that many. I think there was, like, three black people in there. I mean, she's not wrong. <clears throat> Fair. But I forgot what it was verbatim that she said, but it was something along the lines of, of like, how do you think they're, how do you think they're affording this place? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, I, I was just like, I remember she was like, how do you think they're affording this place? And I was like, please don't go with the direction I think you're going to go. Please go any other direction, literally any other direction. And it was not. It was like, a welfare joke. Okay. <laughs> Could have gone either way. Could have gone yeah, either way. It was just like, oh. So, uh, probably like attorney general like that Eric Holder. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, whoo, still racist. But, do you think they sold their people out like that other dude on Fox News? Who do you think they're doing? <laughs> Which guy on Fox News? Uh, he's, I don't know his name. I know him. I know his face when I see it. He always wears a cowboy hat and he is, it's whenever all that Ferguson stuff was going down, he was there. Oh, is he like a cop? He's a cop. I think he just got appointed director of Homeland Security. Of course he fucking did. (laughs) Of course he did. That makes so much sense because that dude hates black people, like legit hates black people. Oh yeah. Like no one hates another race more than the person from the own own race. Like, if you got appointed Homeland Security, <laughs> you'd be all over Because you would know your kind a little bit. Say, so, listen, this is where they all congregate. You want to know at how At the uh, frozen yogurt shop grand opening, <laughs> this is where you're going to round up all the Indian people. Say, <laughs> so, oh, you shit, wanna, how'd they know? You want to piss off Indian people on a global scale in America? Just don't allow them to bring food into parks. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to buy wholesale, <laughs> full price <laughs> when you go to movie theaters. No sneaking in food at the movie theaters. <laughs> Do you sneak in food at the movie theaters? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, know, I usually eat before I go. <laughs> that's that's the play, and then I eat afterwards. Sometimes I will spring for like a little ice cream or something. It's like I know this is 
absorbent amount yeah. of markup, but mm-hmm. whatever. I enjoy the ritual of going to a movie. Okay. I, I like to buy a thing. Like, I know it's like, okay, this is just going to be like a treat to myself. So I'm going to spoil myself by spending way more money than I need to. <laughs> but I don't do that that often, so. Okay. Do you go, do you take your girlfriend with you or is it just like a single thing? We do go to movies together, but sometimes, like today on my day off and she's not here, I'll, I would have gone to a movie, but I'm here doing a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, David. <laughs> and you're going to overcharge me for <laughs> coconut water. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end the episode right there. All right. Uh, where can we find you at? Um, let's see. Where's Mecca? <laughs> I'll be facing Mecca regardless of <laughs> <laughs> Always facing Mecca. That's the second hot single from release. I thought we already have two. I thought it was party, party over everything. Party, what, party over everything really is a hot sounding single. I don't know why you're so against this. And then it was Yo, missed by ten degrees. Talent is gonna release that album. You're like fuck. You're gonna feel like you did when you watch Master of None. And, uh, Hassan Minhaj's White House correspondent speech. All right. You can find me at Imran the G. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace.